To the Weeb Initiative, I'm your host, The Weeb. This is the show where every other week I'll be talking about anime, manga, and everything in between. This week I'll be talking about following my last episode about the Idol Master. I'll be talking about the next best thing, Love Live Idol School Project, meaning the first group of Love Live. By now we have Sunshine, and I think the third group, the let's say third series has already been announced I don't remember the (laughs) names but anyway before I get into it disclaimers uh, spoiler alert as always I'll be talking about the first season a lot because I oh boy I don't vibe with it and I'll be well I'll talk about the whole story and all but and there are no twists and turns no surprises so there's not really a problem with it so let's get into it right uh, so about stats um, first things first love live is a multimedia project uh, headed by bush road from what I gathered from my research bush road if you don't know they do card games such as card fight Vanguard Wage Wars and some others and the series, the anime series for Vanguard and they do a whole lot of anime and stuff the um, for music, as Love Live is, um, is a project about music, right? Uh, idols and things uh, the music part is headed by Lantis which is of known character in the music scene for anime they did the music part of the um, Infinite Stratos and some others I, I can't remember really a whole lot of examples out of my head but right now Infinite Stratos and some other some big names actually but I don't actually remember right now so the first season went through beginning January January 2013 and then in March 2013 then there was a game released a mobile game called um, Love Live School Idol Festival in April 2013 and then the second season was released in April 2014 and went through July 2014 so basically one year between the two seasons and the whole story of the first group so now that I got got the stats out I don't actually I don't actually need to give so much stats I mean (laughs) I don't know if it has already come through my voice but I don't vibe too much with love live in general and I'll get to that but First things first. Story-wise, what is Love Live about? Love Live is about, and this is, I mean, the first time I, when I rewatched it, I was like, what in the 
like it is ludicrous but actually I'll get to that in a minute so let's go um, so the I there is this girl Honoka they she becomes the leader of the idol unit and all but the thing is the school is going to close down and she wants to help it uh, to prevent the school closing down so how does she uh, can she, how can she help? And the thing is, the well, if there are no students to get into the school, no applicants, then the school can't go on. So okay, and she, she goes to this uh, live show kind of thing, like performance of a school idol group called A Rise. That is the main, let's say, idol antagonist for the whole series. Although they are not really antagonists, it's more of a rivalry, a friendly rivalry, I would say. And then she gets the idea: oh, let's make, a, let's make a idol group for our school. Maybe we get more people. And then she starts right, and she um, enlists the help of. Sonoda Umi and Kotori. I, I mean, I don't remember all the surnames, but you get, I'll get there eventually. And so Umi and Kotori get together with Honoka and they try to scramble around to get their first, let's say, life for the school. And then we get presented with the characters that eventually come to help the group later or become part of the group and their first life is as you would expect <laughs> uh, an empty auditorium it is to me it is the it's hard to say to see the that kind of struggle I, I think it's it is relatable like you want to show something cool but nobody's there it's Hits too close to home, I would say. But anyways, the then from them on, you see that things line up rather nicely. It, it's it's cute, it's cute. And and this is the first point, right? Um, Love life is not much about the story of the character, not about character development, even. But it is about. Uh, Different from Idol Master, and, and I don't I don't want to, to compare it too much because Idol Master was uh, uh, the first of its kind, and you can trace back some things in Love Life to Idol Master, but Idol Master was the first of its kind in this new post 2010s anime scene, and Love Life is not. An anime about idols, actually, to my, in my opinion, Love Live is um, it's an school slice of life anime that has idol as its theme. So there are no really, not really, if you think about Idol Master, you don't see the struggles in preparing shows in. Preparing to uh, performances, trainings, it becomes way more 
let's see, diluted or better saying, um, easier to watch. I would say it's it does not show or require too much background information. You don't really need to understand how uh, working works really. Um, if you have never worked in your life, you don't need to get it, but you don't... In Idol Master you can see uh, work, work struggles, such as uh, people being competent or being uh, gullible to some higher powers and so on. But Love Life just cuts it right out, just being cute, being adorable, um, girls following their dreams and, and so on and so forth and and that's cool that's cool and that's the part where i i eventually got it um so throughout throughout the first season you see the struggle of the first three to find somewhere to practice get the support of the student council that is for the most part of the first season the antagonist to their efforts and eventually you, you get to see that, to, at least in my opinion, right, uh, a whole lot of the story beats in Love Life are really badly presented, though the one thing that it can present really, really well is the girls being adorable. Yeah, some of the interactions are so so adorable it's so funny to watch some it's laden with memes uh if you've never seen it nico nico ni is like the the catchphrase of the whole series the and the whole anime is well humored it is really light-hearted it's really adorable really wholesome it does not show too much struggles, although you can, I will say at some points you can kind of get the feeling like, oh boy, I really am rooting for this, the characters to get it right, to everything work out. And there are no stakes actually, like, it is a school, Slice of Life school anyway. There are no stakes really, there's no violence, nothing actually to happen so obviously we will work out in the end but at the same time it is it is good to see it's um it's fulfilling it's really i don't have a better word but it's just clean fun it's entertainment and so throughout the getting back to the story right so they eventually get the other members of the group. So first is Hanayo, that's the first first year student that really wants to be an idol. Then comes Rin, Rin, and then comes the Sundere to end all Sunderes, the book example of what's a Sundere, the one that says. Betsuni to anything anyone asks. Maki. Maki is 
in my opinion, the second best girl, but, but I'll get there, I'll get there. And Maki is the, mainly the composer for the songs, I mean the, I would say the, yeah, the composer. Umi at this point is the lyricist and Kotori comes with the costumes and, well, I'll get to that. And then we get to the, let's say, middle to the beginning of the last part of the first season where the third years get involved. So Honoka, Umi and Kotori are second years, Hanayo, Amaki and Rin are first years and then comes the third years that are Eddie, Nico and the best girl in the series. Nozomi. Nozomi is the best girl. Don't at me. It's not even a competition. And then the group really forms with the nine of them being muse. Uh, in reference to the nine muses in Greek mythology. I don't know that much in that part of Greek mythology to say if there are really references, but anyways. Not really important. So... And then they come with the, uh, after the whole group is composed, they come to the to the realization that actually the group uh, began with the indirect efforts of everyone. So like, Nozomi gave its name anonymous, anonymously, but gave its name. Eddie actually, although she was against it, she recorded the video to prove to the girl that they could not gather public, although the video got them real good public and real good publicity. Nico was always wanting to join and always researching how to get them to do better as idols. It's a whole lot of cute stuff, it's uh, it's fulfilling man, I, I can't explain really and and then the the, the bad part happens and then it's, that's the that's the bad part so we get to the first love life and then they start training a lot to get to the so Love Live is this thing where it's this competition in, for school idols. Oh, uh, the, the first one at the very least is really bad explained because I'll get to that. At the end of this first season they get to this part where the love the girls are already in a group and all and they want to grow bigger, get and at this point, right, the school is kind of already saved. <laughs> Just saying, it's like we are at episode 9, I think. And then the school is kind of already saved, and, the, and then they see this news about Love Live. Love Live is a competition for school idols to get coverage, uh, national coverage in Japan, and so on and so forth. So, okay. Next thing you know, they are turning themselves out, training, rehearsing, and all and all. 
And then, next thing you know, Honoka has an accent. I mean, it's not that bad, though she was sick and performing, so... Doing sport while you have a fever is not a good thing, and you may guess what what leads to all, right? And and that's when I get kind of mad at the series in general because I mean we are at episode ten. There are three episodes to end this season. What happens now is a bunch up and, and I I have my one of my theories right at some point someone <laughs> comes into the the room of the production and says hold on hold on Hannah you are not going to give the love life win to the girls already we have another season to cover <laughs> just throw the towel I I don't care they don't need it now we can make it another season we can do something else and and that's what really catches me because after Honoka has her accent that again it's not really uh, life-threatening or even that serious they just throw the towel for the whole competition because they I don't know I don't know why because their objective from the start was to get to love life and get public. And when they can't do it, although there is a setback, I would not say minor, but again, a setback, they cannot, although there are, there is still time for them to, to prepare and compete, they just get out of the competition for no reason. And that social horn thing to me, like... It's so blatant that they just wanted to extend the story because they didn't have anything else to say to add to the anime. And that makes me mad because the next thing you know, there is the end of season drama that is bunched up with this thing about throwing the towel in, in the first life life. And I hated it because it's so shallow so so shallow so apparently for no other reason nothing foreshadowed Kotori wants to go abroad to study for uh, design uh, uh, let's say fashion design and let's say fashion design and, and other stuff but she didn't tell anyone it was not foreshadowed before although it like comes uh you see she looking at her mail one episode before she, the whole thing starts so i get goddamn mad right i'm already bloody mad because they threw the towel and now this end of season drama for no apparent reason just comes up to wreck the fun i mean oh man and it comes to add to my point, the story beats in this show are not well presented, they are not well told, and in general, just a mess. The story is just a mess, the forte of this anime 
is being adorable, having its cliches, uh, the girls, there's this, the onsen episode, there's the beach episode, there's the festival episode, I think. Oh, now that you think about it, I think not. Anyways, back to the back to the thing, right? And there's this whole drama because Honoka's is still pretty pissed about the thing of, in on love life because they she f- get, she gets that it's her fault that everyone else chose to to exit the competition, although she didn't want to, but she kind of knows that they had to. I don't think so, but anyways, I'm just telling about the story of the show. And and then she's frustrated, everyone's frustrated, and at some point, someone says oh, about Kotori going abroad, and then she gets so mad, uh, everyone gets mad, the sh- blame shifting begins, and oh boy, he just got pissed at that point. And as you would expect, there's this whole thing where they hear it out from each other, they understand each other, and they make up eventually. And we get to the end of the first season. Well, balls like, let's okay, okay, just, just pack it. Let's go to season two. Season two, though, season two is a whole other animal, a whole other species. Season 2 begins with the prospect, the prospect, the looming threat, or I would say the, the ticking bomb of the fact that the third years are going to graduate already. And the girls just have some months before they say goodbye to a third of the group. At this point, Honoka, Honoka Umi, and Kotori are third year are getting to the third year and the girls in the first year are coming to the second year and they're going to lose three of their members and well what you do but the main thing is not that the main thing about the second season is that there is the second chance that for some reason in the span of less than a year the organizers just decided, well, let's make another love live because the first one was so, so great. And it comes back to to my point. Them throwing the towel on the exiting the first competition was just a shoehorn to get the second season rolling. And you can't prove me wrong, man. It's, it's so blatant. And then... We get to the second point of the second season, right? They begin this thing where... And it's really, really traceable back to the Idolmaster. I would say it's straight up copied from... Though it's not well presented as... That they begin to cover the traumas and struggles of each of the girls. And, well, it's just what you would expect. So, Hanayo has this whole shyness thing. Although it's not... It does not become an inferiority thing like some of the girls in Idolmaster. 
but you can see that she's shy she cannot commu communicate well and all and then there's Rin that sees herself as too boyish to make girl stuff and all and then Nozomi with her strange conditions living alone without parents and all Eddie has this whole um, set I don't know how to say this in English but basically her bar for excellency is set too high to understand other people so she has this to understand that other people does not get to that point and all and and it goes from there not all the girls are covered the one that I would say it's kind of a stretch but one of the cutest ones is Nico because Nico has this thing where she has three siblings and oh it's so adorable her episode I don't even want to talk about it but anyways the then they do this whole thing about covering all the girls for some episodes um the conclusion to Rin specifically is well done. The other girls are really just so-so. But the, the highlight of it all is the... Oh boy. Episode 9. When they actually sing Snow Halation. Oh my god. It is... I was vindicated, alright? This whole thing about covering the idol anime that I like, that I have watched, actually. Uh, anyway, I, I like, I I won't review something that I don't like in this show, most probably. And this whole ordeal about me researching all this idol anime from years ago began with Snow Halation remix with, with Replay. And now I was vindicated to listen finally to Snow Halation in the anime. Although I would say I prefer the remix, but that's just me. So, anyways, back to the back to the story. So they actually get in love life. They beat a rise, which is uh. It's not well presented, actually, in my opinion. Uh, I would prefer if they show, if they have shown the victory, po the victory being granted to them, the, the they actually winning. But the episode ends with them singing the opening for the second season, and I mean it's okay, but. Not really. I don't. I mean, it's it's not good for me. But I could see someone else liking it. Oh, uh, actually, uh, now that I <laughs> remember, I need to actually to add uh, from this change of years. Honoka has become the student council president. Umi has become the vice president, and Kotori is the secretary. I think. They never actually say her her role, though. Anyways, uh, 
and then Love Life continues. They actually win. They actually win the whole competition, and it's it is fulfilling. It's it's nice to see that whole energy. The the scene about where they go to do the last show, where and at this point, right there is this whole sentimental thing about the third years actually graduating, and they eventually decide that Muse as Muse is going to retire because Muse is a combination of the nine of them and without three of them they could not they could not continue as muse and to me that's pretty fair pretty fair i think you could continue though it would not be the same thing i could trace back to i could kind of reference the fact that black eyed peas is um it's not the same thing without Fergie, but that's that's a whole a whole other stretch of land, a whole other discussion. Not important to this podcast. And um, back to the thing. So they do the last live. It's so cute. And then th- this is episode 12, right? There are 13 episodes. And then. Episode 13 is just a whole episode about passing the baton to the next generation for that school. Uh, again, Sunshine and the first love life are not connected directly. They, they're not the same school, not the same characters, nothing of the kind. It's... Uh, again, traceable back to the way they did idol master that not all the idol masters are directly connected though they're in the same universe they are never the same production company but you can see the easter eggs of the other idols and so on and so forth so episode 13 is the passing of the next generation so you see Honoka in the, in the second years in the student council you see that the uh, idol research club that Nico had is passed down to Hanayo, who's the next most um, passionate about idols in general. And the leader of the group becomes Rin, that is the next person to, uh, let's say, bring out, bring out the, the enthusiasm of the other people. And that's, I think I, now that I covered the whole history, I think, the whole history, I think uh, it's good to make a point and say something about the girls, right? From from research and, well, I've talked about the whole history, about the, now I want to talk about the girls in separate um, so first off, right, in researching this episode, I came across uh, a review from back then that said, uh, actually the characters are shallow, and the story is shallow, and that's true, that is the most exact truth. But at the same time, I don't think you should watch 
the anime that way. The anime is so lighthearted, so adorable, so wholesome. The just cute things. It's a uh, what we call a moe blob. It's just cute. You do not need to actually think about it. But back to what I was saying. So about the girls. Kotori. Uh, first, I'll talk about the second years because they are the first ones, right? So Kotori is the uh, most, I would say, muted of the whole group. Her lines, I think, <laughs> are counted in... Really, you can count the, on your hands the number of lines she has throughout the whole series. Except for the ending of season 1, which is Shuhorn as all heck and, and all. But the thing is, Kotori is... It's shallow. You cannot really make out anything out of it. She's the one who prefers not to enter in conflicts, though you could say it's never really, really explained anything. The two that are most, the main characters, let's say, throughout the most of the series, Zumi and Honoka. Honoka is obviously the main character of the whole series, but anyways, Umi and Honoka has the, have this relationship about being best friends, although they clash a lot. Because Honoka is laid back a lot and Yumi is so uptight, it hurts. About the first years, Maki just carries the whole series behind her back because she's so adorable as the textbook example of a tsundere. Every time she says Betsuni, it's just that sense of accomplishment. Like, goddamn, that's the, that's the thing that keeps me going. But uh, her situation is never really explained. She also does not have any development throughout the whole series. Again, pretty shallow. Uh, Rin has the best of the, I would say, the best character development of the whole series. You see her getting actually. Although it's not really a struggle, she eventually gets the to the part where she understands how to manage the fact that she sees her as too boyish to do girl things, but she's still a girl and she can do what she wants. Hanayo has... it begins as a spark of something towards character development. But it never comes out. They, from what I can gather, they kind of skid around it and at the part where she's really passionate about idols, she's obsessed. And there are these, the cliche lines that eventually, <laughs> that eventually get the, um, to her. That is the love for rice that I don't, I don't actually get. And the thing where she looks at her phone with, when something happens, and Kaihenda, and that's the that's the whole the whole stage. For the third year, the third years they tried already. They tried too much in the second season to make the them really uh, well developed well developed characters. Although t- to my 
in my opinion, they tried too hard and came too short. The um, Eddie has a, an okay arc in the first season, but in the second season, it's never really touched upon, and it's not really well developed. Nozomi just does not give a straight answer to anything, so her ex no. Although they tried to waste one episode on her, uh, it's never really explained, nothing ever comes out of it. There's no relation comes out of it eventually, but that's that's a whole thing with all the group and all, it's not actually her, um, her involvement that comes out with it. And Nico, Nico actually had a, uh, I would say, a good dark. It's, it's strange. It's kind of stretch of um of a struggle. Although to me, I can see that, and it's cute. It's, it's adorable. And now, as I said already, one thing that Love Light does best is showing adorable things. It's the girls being adorable, the memes getting made in front of your eyes. That's what this series is about. So, now that I talked about it, oh, I need to touch on the technical stuff. And this is where I will... Oh boy. So, the studio that made the animation for this is Sunrise. From what I gather, they they leave off Love Life, although they did some other stuff. They leave off Sunrise, uh, of Love Life, sorry. And, and one thing that I really want to, to get home is that at first, I did not notice it, though in the first season, they use a whole lot of 3D sprite, uh, 3D animation for the dance, the dance scenes. So all the dance in the clips are made in 3D, except for the close-ups. So anything that covers more than half of the body of any one girl is made of 3D and goddamn it's so ugly it shows the age of the anime it is so ugly it's even it's so bad that in the second season you can actually you can clearly see that they tried a lot to get away from it they use it a whole lot less be it on the opening be it on the dance scenes in the middle of the anime and so on and so forth. They really, really, really used too much 3D in the first season. It really got to me. It's so ugly, man. And the second season, they kind of got away with using it less. And, and to me, that was really the best of it. Which is kind of traced... I could say it's, it traces back to the... To Idol Master because Idol Master also used 3D, although they did not use it so much, they use it sparingly. But, anyways, and 
the next thing I want to say, the music, the music for my tastes is kind of bland. I mean, even Snow Halation after listening to it in the anime, it came out to me like, yeah, but there's no drop, there's no, no soul. At some point, I, I just felt like the. All the songs are the same, right? And I was like, man, that's so... That's a bummer. Because... There's no... There's no reason to listen to this at all. I mean, when I... And again, I don't want to compare this to Idol Master. Although I have to. Not even the openings are good. I don't... I don't actually remember the openings. And... I mean, Darling the Franks has a better opening than this, and goddamn, that opening is trash. I mean, it's not trash, it's a 6 out of 10, but it does not, it lacks a soul, it lacks a personality, I would say. Something that really pushes it out of the shell, really says, this is love life. At some points, I, I really thought the second season opening uh, the second season opening just to be clear is way better than the first the first I think they were testing the waters on, on a lot of stuff and they kind of got what people wanted in the second season the opening for the second season as I was saying at some point I really thought it was pretty similar to the opening to the second season of Idol Master although after hearing by side by side, that's kind of kind of a really long stretch. But still, you can see something there. And well, after 40 minutes of me saying all that, what what do I think about the the whole thing, right? Um, so Love Life is um is an anime. It's um it's a good anime. The the ships are real. The girls are adorable. I I could, ah, to me Hanayo is in specific is the most adorable for them all. It's so cute. She's she's just so cute. Maki really does carry the the whole series on her back because she's the best Sundere you can find. But at the same time, from. Night Girls 1 carries the whole thing and then you kind of stay like, well, what then? There are 9 girls, but actually one, just one really pushes it up. What do you do with the rest? And to me, that's the, that's the thing, right? Um, Love Live, I don't, f I think in a whole lot of places, it does not commit to anything. It tried, not that it tried so much, but it kept it too much too safe for anything. So, Idol Master, for example, and again, I, I really don't want to compare it, but that's the one um, point of comparison I have because all reviews are comparisons to any to all other things and all and all. But Idol Master. They committed to making 
uh, an emotional, psychological kind of thing about work and its struggles. Love Live, I feel like it did not commit to anything. They really just went went to town with the slice of life school, high school trope with idols sprinkle on top of it. And not to say they did a bad job at it, but it just comes out as not really um, not not to say well done, but it's it's so bland actually. As an idol anime or an an anime in general, it kind of becomes bland, and and that can be said about so much, uh, so many more blob anime out there like Kion and so on. But Love Live suffers really from not having a personality, in my opinion. And but still, I would not say it's bad. Um, it's really good to watch, it's entertainment, uh, again, it's laden with memes, the girls are adorable, the interaction, it's so cute, they try to ship the girls so hard, it's, it becomes way, way more blatant in the second season, but the ships are so real, man, you can see all the dojinshi being created through through the screen, it's it's something else, and in general, it's a good experience. Um, just a side note, I will leave again the, the link to the thing that spawned this whole ordeal about watching anime stuff again. Uh, shout out to Damon. Damien, Damon, our savior, I think that's how you pronounce its name, well, that's that, the shoutouts made, and after this rant about nine girls singing and dancing and 3D animation being bad for anime in general, um, thank you for listening. If you have comments, collabs, or concerns, please, I have my mail in the description. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple, please follow me. Please uh, rate my content. If you are on YouTube, please subscribe and ring the bell, give a like, that, that whole stuff. I'm trying to get this show to... I mean, the f- this dream is to live off this, right? So, anyways. And thank you for listening. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.